It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook Elliot Shore Parks. James Seltzer coming your way for the Parks Picks Pod. What up, E? I'm very excited for this podcast. That's Me really the, the top thing I can say when you know just starting this. I'm just I'm very excited. We've been texting about this all day about doing the pod really since yesterday. So I'm uh, I'm just super pumped to get going. Yeah. So for those who have listened to shows recently, you will know this. If you have not been listening a lot lately or whatever, you're just jumping in because football season was over and you came back. Ellie and I are obsessed with gambling right now. It's really the <laughs> the big takeaway. Uh, obviously, we've been having such a blast using the Parks app. Uh, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app and betting on games. And Elliot and I have found out that we have a shared love of this. <laughs> like that, it turns out yes, that it's definitely that keeping us occupied. It's during consumed the our lives, sure. to be fair. Like Elliot and I just text each other about it all day, every day. And it's been super awesome. So, with that in mind, the Parks Picks Pod, which during the season, you know, we went through NFL games and picked each game. We figure, let's just carry that over. We're talking gambling there, but with football. We're going to be talking gambling on this pod. We're going to talk MLB. We're going to talk NBA, our stories. We'll probably have some guests on along the way to help you out. But but we're definitely going to focus in the offseason once football starts to come back and we get more future stuff and all that. But um, I, I think we're going to talk some gambling here. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is just my personal story about this is I've obviously, like being in sports media, I've followed the lines of games and, like, I've uh, – you know, I've I've followed along like, you know, who's the favorite, who's not, what are the like the odds are and stuff like that. But I've never really like gotten into it in terms of like actually doing it until like the last few months. And uh, so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't really gamble, like I've never done it. Like I, I'm trying it now and I think it's fun, but also I do think it's an it really kind of has made me view sports in a different way too. Like now that I know what the over under for a player is every night, like I'll look at him and be like. Well, this guy can't be that good. His over his over under is only seven and a half. <laughs> or like, you know, like like to me, I think it's telling that Ben Simmons, now granted, I know he's not a scorer, but Ben Simmons is like supposed to be this elite level, like, you know, number one, da da da. And his over under on points is like fourteen and a half. Yeah, hold every up, hold so up. it's just kind of interesting. I to look just like, love that you're taking you found a way to take shots at Ben Simmons. Like somehow, yeah, exactly, some way exactly. you turn this into a way to take a shot at Ben Simmons. I won't stand for it, Elliot. 
Thank God I wasn't paying attention to Carson Wentz's passing yards over and under <laughs> each week. Just put it that way. Just everyone be, feel blessed for that. Look, uh, I, yeah, uh, it is. It, it really does. Um, it, it to Elliot's point, it does kind of increase your knowledge of things and give you a better feel for stuff. And then on top of that, like I know we've talked about it a lot, but it, but it really for me the biggest takeaway from doing this every night and really kind of getting into it and all that is that it really does make these games so much more fun. Like, again, mm. I'm going to watch the Sixers games no matter what. It's my life. It's my job. All those reasons. And I love watching the Sixers. But a random Lakers-Grizzlies game or a random, you know, Thunder-whoever game all of a sudden can be something that you're watching with not quite the passion that you watch your Philadelphia sports well, game it, with, but passion. It definitely educates me more on the league. Like, I'm paying attention to NBA box scores every night where I would not be otherwise. Like, I'm obviously a sports fan. I follow the NBA. But, like, now I can tell you how Anthony Edwards is doing this year with the Timberwolves because I'm aware of what his over-under is, if he's hitting it or not. You know, like, how many threes he's favored to make. Whereas, honestly, before... If you would ask me like two months ago what's going on with Anthony Edwards, I'd probably have been like, I don't know. I mean, I think he plays for the Timberwolves, right? But the other, the other interesting thing is, and I'm definitely late to this party for sure, but now that gambling is becoming legal in more and more states, it's interesting to notice how it's integrated into so much sport coverage, sports coverage. Like when you look at even just – you know, if you watch the Sixers on TV, like they'll have a halftime update on like what the new line is. Right. Or if you look at, you know, different sports networks covering things like they'll just they'll have the line and then they'll have like what they're favored by just like right there. So I do think this is something that's going to become more and more and more prevalent, like for sure. Like this is in, I think three years from now, 100%. we won't even recognize how sports coverage looks compared to it does now in terms of how much gambling is going to take it over. So even if you're not actually placing using your money to place bets that's fine but i do think that i'm excited to use this portion of the podcast to discuss it because look i love talking about the eagles i love talking about philly sports but as someone that's in sports media and someone that's a huge sports fan it, the the integration of gambling is just very interesting I mean, look when the eagles open their stadium next year they're gonna have a i believe they're gonna have a kiosk in there where you can go place bets live right so like this is coming it's happening and I, I'm just excited to be able to have a space to talk about. Yeah, it. and that's going to be in every stadium in the country at some point. Like that is where yeah. it's heading. It is. It is wise to get in on this now. It just is. Like it is the smart thing to do. Because Elliot's absolutely right. Sports are heading that way. And again, it does. And that's why. That's why it's dope too to be partnered with Parks. Just honestly, like this is something that me and James have become like just more involved in over the last few months, I would say. But so it's awesome to then have the pod be sponsored with somewhere where we can all do this together. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's the fun of it. And that's why we keep telling you to download the Parks, you know, Sportsbook app. And look, if you're, you know, just want to come for Eagles Talk, guess what? We're going to have another pod each week. We're going to have a radio show. That will be Eagles Talk. And we'll be there for that stuff too. So uh, if you don't, if you're not interested in gambling, that's cool. Come back for the other ones. But if you're interested, like, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this pod. So, Speaking of educating, Elliot, it is yes. my day to do the educating because I know anyone who's uh, into baseball, it, it is like, a, well, even before I was like really into gambling and all that stuff, like MLB over-unders have always just been the thing. So much fun. I remember Mike and the Mad Dog back in the day just going through over-unders on the air and all that. Like, it is such a fun thing to do. So, Elliot, I'm ready to educate you. I'm ready to educate our listeners if they need it. Mm. I'm sure there are listeners who know their baseball as well. 
But I have gone through make, make, and make I have us a few shekels here. Yeah, but I've selected my 13 favorite over unders okay. right. of this season for Major League Baseball. Let's go. Well, let me say this. Just like it's good that we have a pod where we can talk about uh, gambling, it's good that you now have a pod where you can talk about this. It's films. true. It's just I, nice it's all I've that ever you wanted, have you know? space to do. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, for those who we're, don't know, we're now the best Phillies pod in the city as well. <laughs> for those who don't know, I do love baseball, and I would say I'm mildly educated when it comes to this stuff. So this yeah, stuff, Jack is going to be so hurt. He doesn't. I'm sure he won't listen to this, but if no. he does, he's going to be very upset. Oh, good. You know, I think Jack needs a little ribbing sometimes, if you know what I mean. Agreed. Um, but in all seriousness, everybody, high hopes pod. James talks about it all the time. Yeah. Definitely go check. Well, that out. Well, thank you, buddy. And I do look. I love baseball. Everyone who's listened to me for a while knows, like that's my 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 original love, my first love, my sport. So I, I feel like I'm at least somewhat educated to talk about this stuff. So let's dive and in. And I'm appreciative that you're going to do it because I would like to know more about baseball before we're going to do some gambling, baby. So, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's dive in and let's start with the one you mentioned because. The Phillies actually are one of my favorite over-unders this season. And look, I can, uh, I'll can i be a little less emotional with the others. The others are more clinical. Obviously, I'm a Phillies fan, so there's hope and all that. But on Parks, the Phillies over-under is 80 and a half. 80 and a half. Okay? That seems that is, like it's lower than that. I, is, I believe that's a, a little lower than other places. It so. is lower than other places. That That's what I'm saying. There is value on the Phillies Parks app already. To bet on the Phillies, 80 and a half. Look, I know that they've been 500, a 500 team or slightly under the last couple of years. That's why that number is there. And, and because they are in the best division in baseball, flat out. And we'll go through some of the other teams. In fact, I like all the NL East over-unders in some form or another. So we'll get to those. But uh, it's a tough division. I get that. But I think this team's better than a 500 baseball team. Like, just on a basic level, when you look at the rest of the teams in the National League, you look at the competition, uh, you know, the lineup is good. The starting rotation is solid, you know, high end towards the top. It struggles towards the back. But the thing I'll say to to people who are just Phillies fans and don't follow the rest of the league that much, most teams' four and five starters stink. Like, there just aren't that many teams that mm. go five deep with starters. So while it is a concern for the Phillies, I think it's a concern for every team in the league. Obviously, after last season, the big question is the bullpen, did they do enough? I'm not sure that they did enough. I'm sure that it's not going to be the worst bullpen of all time again. And that's the thing is this team went 29-31 last year with the worst bullpen in the history of baseball. There were at least off the top of my head, I can think of 10 games, and there were more that they absolutely should have won with a normal league average or even below league average bullpen. It was that bad. So I think just based on those things, based on the moves they made this offseason, I really like the Phillies over of 80 and a half. I, I really like it. All right. I have a few, I have a few questions Please. for you. So my first question is, and I will ask the embarrassing questions for the people out there that might feel dumb asking, but here I am. <laughs> so, all right. Obviously with COVID going on, like is baseball planning on playing a full schedule or are they not playing? They like, are is playing 81 a full, and a half? Or they are or playing a full a 162 is, games. We'll be playing. I mean, again, we never know what can happen. Right. You know, but the plan is to play. A they full are playing schedule. 162 games this year. So the Phillies over-under is basically betting if they'll have a winning record. But it, not even right? that. Here at Parks, and I think it's going to go up. But get this now. Honestly, if you're listening to this pod, if you haven't downloaded the Parks you know, app, download it. But if you have it, which I'm hoping you do, go on right now and bet on it because it's going to go up. Uh, I think people will bet the over on this. So it is saying that that all the Phillies have to do is go 500. Like the Phillies have to be 500 or better to win this bet. 81 and 81 is 500. They're 80 and a half. Okay. All right. Now, how many, and I know they didn't play a full schedule last year, but like 
how many games would they have won last year? I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what so would they their would have been slightly been? under 500 last year. They were 500 the year before that, and they were one game under 500 the year before that. Okay, so so they would have they would have they right would have not hit it last year. They would have hit it the year before. They wouldn't have hit it the year before that. But it would have been razor thin on each count. That's why. Look, it's a good number based on the last three years. I just think the Phillies are better than they've been the last three years. And your argument, and I think it's a good one, is. They almost hit it last year with a horrendous bullpen. So even if the bullpen is just like Marginally the 20th better. worst one yes. in baseball, they that's like three or four games right there, and then they hit the over. Exactly. And I'll also say that McCutcheon was hurt the majority last year, and it seems like that tanked their season somewhat. Like they were, I think they were on pace to be an over 500 baseball team before he got hurt, right? McCutcheon, you're talking about two that? years ago. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, two years ago, Absol- right. They were a good team Sorry, until McCutcheon year, went down. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. So I like your argument for the over. I'll also say just strictly from like a perspective, look, I I get that you want to make bets that make money, but I don't know. Are you really going to be someone out there that's like rooting for them to lose? So I feel like this is you can make a good bet while also then it's exciting when they win each time. I'm so with you. And there are a lot of people who like to do the emotional hedge, which is the exact opposite, is to bet against your team. So if they lose, you get the money. If they win, you're happy they won. And it's like an emotional hedge. I am much more of an emotional ride it type of guy because I'm never going to derive it's any not surprising joy to me, from my team way. losing. So I don't even want to bet on it. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think it's a fun bet. All right. Now let's get into the others and we can kind of rifle through them a little more and stuff. Um, so we're agreeing the over on that. The I'm gonna write over that down. on the Phillies over. feel okay. very strongly about it. Uh, this next okay. one, I also feel strongly about. So you'll notice that some of these are betting on organizations. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay race. Won 96 games in 2019. They were on pace to win 108 games last season. Obviously, they went to the World Series. Not too many changes. They got rid of Blake Snell, of course, was their ace. But outside of that, not too many changes and have shown that they are the kings of supplementing, finding cheap guys who work, all that stuff. For some reason, the Raves over-under is 85 and a half games, and I have no idea why. This is a team that's locked to a 90 every year. It's what they do. Like, they are just such a well-run— Did they lose somebody? Well, they lost Blake Snell, so they lost their highest-profile player, but who cares? That's the race. Like, that's just not how they do business. So, Right, I, he's not an everyday player, too. Right, he's a, a pitcher. So— uh, look, this is a, a betting on an organization type of bet. Betting on the history, the consistency. I think the Rays go over 85 and a half. So let me get this straight. The Rays won 108 games last year, and they're over under they for next year's pace, 85 on and pace, a half. On pace, on pace. So they were 40 and oh, 20 right, last right, yeah, year. My bad, sorry, right, on pace. They were okay. 40 and 20 last year, which if you, you pace it out, paces out to 108 wins. So clearly, Parks doesn't feel that they were going to keep that pace up. Well, no one's going to have that kind of high number. I mean, we'll get to it. The highest number is the Dodgers at 103.5, so or 102.5, excuse me. So no one's going to be, no matter what the pace was last year, the over-under is never going to be quite that high. And even the Dodgers being over 100 is pretty wild. You rarely see that. Um, so usually there's going to be a little more conservative. But look, they're also in a good division. The Yankees are good. You know, they're a competitive division, at least. The Blue Jays will be better. They, they right. were a good team last year. Um, but still, I'm with you. This is low. I'm shocked it's 85 and a half. So I, this is, I mean, I know we're only two in, but I'm going to keep track of what my favorites are. I'm, I'm in love with this bet. Like this, <laughs> just off of you saying that, I feel like this, this feels like a steal. 85 it and a half. It does, I mean, doesn't it? It just feels too low. The pace was like, yeah, 20 games. Okay. All right. 
Okay. See if, if all right, this is good. I have this written down. All okay. Right, go ahead. All right, next one. And this might surprise some people because this is the lowest number on the board mm. handily. Handily. The Pittsburgh Pirates number of 58 and a half wins. 58 and a half wins. You have to be an incredibly bad baseball team to lose 100 or more games. It doesn't happen very often. Like it one team one team a year at most and generally there are years where you'll go without a team losing 100 games. It's really hard to lose 100 games. I think the Pirates are significantly worse than 58 wins. The Pirates wow. are one of the worst baseball teams I've ever seen constructed in my life. I think they have a chance to to challenge for the worst team of the last 50 years. Like, they're that awful. I think they lose like 110 games. They were on pace last year to win 51. 51 wins if you average out the rest of last year. 58 and a half is the number. I know this is a risky one because baseball's weird, and especially every game, 162 teams just win games. You know, you, 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 mm-hmm. there's a reason that no one goes 30 and 122, like, or 132. Like, that never happens. The worst record ever is like 40 and 120, and that was like, you know, 80 years ago or whatever. It so rarely happens. The Pirates are that bad, bet the under. So fun fact about the Pirates, I once read a book about the Pirates. It was from a few years ago about their uh, push to the playoffs and like how they used analytics to do it. And it taught me a lot about, and now I'm going to forget the phrase and sound like an idiot, but when the catcher catches a ball and like moves it, like uh, framing Framing. the plate, right? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So there we go. So that's my Pirate fun fact. Look at you. Is that Russell Martin, Martin, the one they were talking about at that point? Yes, yes. Look at, look they like that. paid him, and yeah, he was, it was you he know was it was almost like Moneyball, essentially, yeah. was what the book was, and it talked about like their. I think their manager was Clint Hurdle, maybe yeah, at the sure. time. Clint Hurdle. Yeah. Look at you. So it was, it was baseball a good book. guy. Yeah, I went through a, I went through a phase where I read like six baseball books in a month. It was it was a fun month. Um, all right, under fifty eight and a half. I'm I'm with you on it. I don't like it as much as the Rays over eighty five and a half. And that but is fair. But I think it's a, an intriguing bet because it's a really really low number. I still feel good about the Pirates. All right, ten more to go. Quickly again, as we've been talking about, download the Park Casino Sportsbook app. Have fun with us. The app is super fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. You can find every single over under that we're talking about on the app. Of course, you can find basketball futures, in game betting. Live betting. Elliot and I have been obsessed with it. Player props. Like, all this stuff. Elliot and I can't get enough of it. Of course, you can bet on anything and everything. Hockey. Elliot's bet on soccer on the app. Like, it is a super easy-to-use, fun, intuitive app that, again, gives you the opportunity to bet on all these different types of sports and bet on it in ways that make these games so much fun to watch. That's the beautiful thing about picking these baseball over-unders is if you bet on a team like Philadelphia, let's say, Every single game matters. It's a year-long yeah. bet. It's super fun, man. And you get close to the end, or you might just crush the number or whatever. It is a, it is a blast. And, Elliot, you know, I mean, we've just been obsessed with, with using this app lately. Well, the interesting thing, so I've never done season-long over-unders like this, right? Like futures. I've, I've never done it. But the interesting thing about it is, I talked about this on prior pods, is I hate when I spend time figuring out what to bet and then like 10 minutes into the game, I'm like, well, this, this is over. <laughs> like this looks, yes. this is terrible. Yes. So I feel like with this, you're getting a lot of like, you're getting a lot of like uh, a lot of, uh, you know, movement out of this one, right? You're gonna be able to follow it for at least a month. I well, mean, let's that, be real. And that's the fun part of it. Again, it's like the whole point we're talking about, at least for me, one of the funnest things about this is of course you want to win the shekels, but you also just want to enjoy and have fun. And it's, it's an activity, you know, and this gives right. you a season long. I will be following long. the Rays now because Exactly. It gives you a season long of stuff to follow. It's a blast. And again, you can bet on every single one of these 
right now on the Park Casino Sportsbook app. And if you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, a $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X-Casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is, refund- is refunded on your loss as a free bet. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, E, let's by, go to- By the way, yes, uh, we had a listener DM me, uh, said he downloaded the Parks app. He used the pod. $5 on Philadelphia last night. Hit. Now he's in. He's in the money. It was my free man. money, essentially. My man. So, and guess who else? Yeah. Guess who else made that exact bet? Five dollar money line last night on Philadelphia. Yep. This guy right here, winning. Winners. Well, you're also talking to someone else that had that. So uh-huh. we are like just a three peas in a pod of five dollar winners raking in those shackles. All right. Five dollars at a time. <laughs> Speaking of shackles, let's keep this rolling. Uh, I mentioned there are some other NLEs teams on this list. My favorite of those NLEs teams. Is a, is uh, the best of them? Atlanta, Atlanta, ninety-one and a half. Uh, I'm shocked at how no- low this number is. I know the whole division is good, and I think that they've muted. I think that actually you get value in the NL East a bit because some of these numbers are muted a little bit because of the uh, the, the fear of them having to play the division. But Atlanta. Uh, won 97 games in 2019. They were on pace to win 95 last year, essentially just playing the AL and NL East, the two toughest divisions. And they got better. I mean, or at least they stayed as good. Like, they didn't lose anybody. They re-signed Marcelo Zuna. The, Ra- the Braves are just a really good baseball team that's really well put together. And they got the MVP in Freeman. They got Acuna. They got talent across the board. I think this number's too low. I really like the over for Atlanta. So where does Atlanta fall on your Dallas sucks scale. Cause like I, after going through each week of NFL picks with you, I know that you are not one to bet on Dallas. Like you just, you don't bet on them. Atlanta, I would, I mean, they have to be the Phillies biggest rival. I mean, I guess the Mets and like maybe the Nationals, there's a little more like hatred there, but Atlanta is the best team in the division. I would assume, yeah, right? And look, has Nash- owned the division most of the years of the division of its existence. Um, for you, so will you bet on Atlanta, though, is my Yeah, point. buddy. Like emotionally. Yeah. You just said I, you're an only, emotional. It's okay. only Dallas. Right. It's only Dallas with that hate like that. Like, there's no one All even right. close uh, in baseball. But, look, I hate the Mets more than I hate the Braves, for what it's worth. And we'll get, okay. to, we'll get, to, we'll get to the Mets. All right, next one. I really like this one. I, I, It's a risky bet. I get it because Boston is Boston, and I don't think people really think about Boston being a bad baseball team, but – they're not a good baseball team. They're not a lot of talent. They're in the middle of kind of a, a rebuild on the fly type of thing. Obviously, they traded away Mookie Betts. Like the team itself as is not as strong as it's been in recent years. Obviously, over under of eighty and a half. I'm going under on Boston's eighty and a half. They were on pace to win sixty five games last year. They were mm. horrible, horrible. I do not think they'll be that bad again. But I think in a division with Toronto. Tampa and the Yankees, who are all flat-out better baseball teams, no question, period. And an Orioles team that isn't as good as Boston but is, you know, frisky enough. Like, they're they're fine. I don't like the Orioles. But I, I just think that number for Boston's too high. I think Boston's going to be a 75-ish win baseball team this year. This is not one of my favorites on the board. I don't feel as strongly as the ones we've already talked about. But I still like the under for Boston at 80 and a half. It's interesting to me that they have the same number as the Phillies. Because I feel like from the outside looking in, the 
Boston's viewed as like a bit of a train wreck this year, like almost not like tanking, rebuilding, but like in that vein. More For sure. So. I could be wrong about that. But they're, that's they're, just more, my they're rebuilding. Re they are viewed as rebuilding. Right. And the Phillies are not. So I know I, I get that they're in different uh, divisions and all that, but it's just interesting they have the same over-under. Yeah, it is, and that's why I like the under for Boston, the over for the Phillies, for those exact reasons you're talking about. All right. Uh, I said before there are going to be certain bets that are organization bets. It's just trusting that the organization will find a way to win more baseball games than they are their number is. And that's what I'm doing with Cleveland at 81 and a half. I know they lost Francisco Lindor, who's their best player, who's my favorite player in the sport, and now he's a Met, and it kills my soul. I hate it. Um, but Cleveland is just an incredibly run franchise. They won 93 games two years ago. They were on pace for 95 last year. They made the playoffs the year before that. Cleveland, very similar to the Rays, is a team that finds ways to win on the margins. They are never mm. close to the highest in payroll. They always piece things together. They have... In my opinion, the best manager in baseball in Terry Francona, certainly top three, however you want to argue it, like one of the best managers in the sport who makes a real difference. And they're just a well-put-together team. I mean, they, they have a Shane Bieber, Cy Young winner as their, their ace. I mean, they've just got a lot of talent that they've developed, that they brought up through the system. This is a trusting the Cleveland Indians front office to win more than 81 and a half games. I feel very good about this one. And so you're basically just betting on them to go a few games over 500. Yeah, yeah. I'm betting on them to win like 84, two games over something. something like that. Yep. I just think they're too right. good an organization to finish 500 or less. This is officially my second favorite bet. Oh, I like that. So I like the Rays. So I you're mean, the in Phillies, on organization. Really you're in on my I'm organizational gonna, thoughts. Way. I like this. This is good. This is good. Yeah, all right. Trust so teams. Tampa Bay, how I would currently rank them. Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Boston. Okay. That's how I would I, rank them. That is not far off from how I view it. It's very close. I would have... Uh, I, I think Pittsburgh may be one spot up, but I, I'm with you. I think that's a really fair ranking. Um, all right, next one. And this is an organization bet, but the other way. I'm betting all against right. an organization. And I have a feeling, knowing about the baseball we've talked about in the past, that you are going to be fully on board with this one. This team won 72 games in 2019. They won 70 last year. Are they better this year? Do they have a better manager? Sure. Did they make some additions that should make them slightly better? Sure. The Los Angeles Angels are not winning over 83 and a half games. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Like, they stink. Right, what, nice. a, what a loser franchise the Los Angeles Angels are. They did not make enough moves to come even close to me thinking that they're going to compete in that division against the Astros, against the A's, against those other teams. I love the Angels under at 83 and a half. So when you texted me earlier saying you had a bet that you knew I would love, I was almost positive it was going to be like Aaron Nola wins less than like whatever <laughs> games. Like that's I was I thought we were doing player props, so I was like that's definitely where it was going to be. So when you said this is the one I was going to agree with, I was wondering like what team do I have a strong take on? But you're right, the Angels and Mike Trout are, are complete frauds. So like I am <laughs> absolutely you know i don't agree with it the trout nice. part but it must be nice for mike trout just to chill like so i've been to the angel stadium because the eagles actually practiced there uh when they went to la like a few years ago and let me tell you talk about a stadium just being like the most irrelevant stadium i've ever been to i've been to almost every stadium in the nfl i've been to a few baseball stadiums few basketball stadiums i've never been around a stadium more where it was like what is happening in that ballpark does not matter like it's just amazing to be them. Whatever we don't have to get into the Mike Trout thing, but 
I, I like this is now my favorite one other than the Rays. I figured you would like that one. I felt pretty confident about it. Nice. All right. All right. Uh, next one. I don't feel super confident about this one, but I do like it. Like, I will bet on this one. It is not one of my favorites on the board, but I, I think there's enough evidence to say that St. Louis will be over 86 and a half wins. Uh, they won 91 games in 2019. They were on pace for 84 last year, so a little under last year. But also last year, they were one of those teams that missed like two weeks of baseball. They had like a really weird year, some COVID stuff. Ultimately, still ended up making the playoffs. Um, and it's just, a, again, a good organization. And they added Nolan Arenado this offseason. Like, they didn't lose anyone major. And they went out and got one of the best third basemen in baseball, one of the best players in baseball. Uh, I think St. Louis, I think they're the the class of that division. And I think they win more than 86 and a half. Which do you like better, Atlanta over 91 and a half or St. Louis? I think I like St. Louis better, but it's those right. it's a very similar one. They're right in that range for me. I'm gonna put St. Louis ahead of Atlanta then. I like it. For me. Okay. okay. All, All right, right, next one. Next one. Uh back to the NL East. I know that they won the World Series two years ago. Last mm. season, Washington was on pace to win 70 games. 70. And I know that it was a horrible season, a disastrous season and all that. They were on pace to win 70 games. Their number is 84 and a half. Washington is not good. Like, I'm sorry. They're fun. Like, I know. They got Max Scherzer. They got Steven Strasburg, who we'll see if he's healthy and can stay healthy. And they got Patrick Corbin. Like, you're going to win a fair amount of games because of that and because of Juan Soto. But, man, this is not the World Series champion Nationals. Like, offensively, they are they are a cry from that former team. Losing Rendon last year really really hurt this team and I think that carries over I just I'm not a Nationals guy like I think they're fine I think they're like a 78 to 82 win team um I feel pretty good it's not my favorite bet on the board but I feel pretty good taking the under with the Nats so Mac Scherzer or it's not Max Scherzer Steven Strasburg to me is kind of like Sidney Crosby in the way that you could tell me he is having a fantastic year and I believe you or you could tell me he hasn't played at all this year and I believe you <laughs> Yeah, they're like I feel like both of them are like just like weird injury things that I don't like. Didn't Sidney Crosby not play for like a year and a half because yeah, of concussion, concussion or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, right. So they're all they're similar to me in my uh, in my best up brand. So okay, I like that. Um, all right, uh, sticking in the NL East, four more to go. Two in the NL East. Uh, Miami. So Miami was on pace to win eighty four games last year. They obviously made the playoffs. And I don't think they're a playoff team this year. I, I do think the, they're them and Washington are the two worst teams in the division, but their over-under is 70 and a half. I don't know, man. That feels low with what I saw last year with the team, with Sixto, with the young pitching that they have, with the guys they can still bring up, with Starling Marte still there. Like, I don't know. I, I think the Marlins, I don't think they're great, but they feel like a 75, 76 win baseball team to me. 70 and a half. I think considerably too low for the Miami Marlins. The risk, now here's the risk, here's the risk, and why I don't love this bet as much as the others, is it's still the Marlins, and it's still a team that is generally historically going to cut corners cost-wise before invest in a team and all that type of stuff. So, like, I do worry that if they fall out of it early, they could trade guys, they could become less competitive. So this is a riskier one. I just think they're better than a 70-half win team, so, so I put them on there. So my take on that would be I do wonder if they're a team that you're putting too much into a shortened last year because to your point, like it's one thing to do it for 60 games. To, to keep it up over 160, I feel like it would be considerably harder for an organization that is traditionally very bad. So that would be one concern. I agree. The other thing I'd say, though, is they seem like a fun team to root for, and 70.5 is a pretty low number. It's a low number. So I, Yeah. 
So I feel like I like this one. I'm going to put this one over Atlanta in one of my favorites, but Ooh, below St. Louis. Okay. I like it. I would, I think I like the Atlanta one better, but I, I do. I really like, I want to have some loser one to root for like one where like they're shocking the league and I'm the one that called it. Like that would be a fun bet to have. It would be a fun bet to have. All right. Uh, three more. Uh, and then we're out of here. Uh, let's just do the last NL East one. This is of the five NL East bets. This is the one I feel the least confident about. So this is the one that I would be least likely to put my money on. But the New York Mets over under of 90 and a half is a lot of wins, man. I know they made moves. I love Lindor. I just said he's my favorite player in the league. Like, I think the Mets will be good. I'm not, this is not a, oh, the Mets are going to suck thing, but I just need to see the Mets win over 90 games before I'm going to believe the Mets are going to win over 90 games. So, uh, I, again, this is not, and they, they, we're not on pace to pass this last year. They won 86 the year before, and again, they have a better team. Like I'm acknowledging that. Um, I, they're still the Mets, though. And for me, I just I I'm taking the under on this one. But again, of the five in the NL East, it's my least favorite. So just from going through these over unders, I'm shocked the Mets was that high. high I mean, it's right? only it just feels it's high. only one less than Atlanta. It's the second highest one we've talked. I guess St. Louis was 91 and a half. I would have guessed before you told me what it was, it was going to come in at like 84. Yeah. So I would I guess like 87 ish range. And that's why I feel like you're getting real value there. All right. I like the under there. Okay. Uh, two more. Uh, and this one, um, I know, look, I get it. This is a tough bet to make because, as we mentioned before, the Dodgers over under is 102 and a half games. So they have to win 103 games to. To win you this bet if you take the over. And I'm still hitting the over, man. The yeah, Dodgers are that good. They won hundred and uh they were won 106 games in 2019. They were on pace for 116 wins last year. They were on pace to win 116, Elliot. I, the Dodgers are one of the best teams, like talent-wise, top to bottom, that I remember in a long time. Um, they should be the favorite to win the World Series. I would bet them to win the World Series again. So I'm taking the over on 102 and a half. I know it seems like a lot. I like that one. That's a fun bet to make too. Um, I'm going to put that below the Mets because I think rooting against the Mets all year would be fun. Okay. I like this. I'm excited to hear your final rankings. Last one, my 13th and my favorite, my favorite bet. All right. Now I know they lost a couple important players. Marcus Semien's gone. He was very good for them. Uh, Liam Hendricks, their closer gone. He was very good for them, but, uh, the Oakland A's over-under is 86 and a half games, Elliot. Uh, what if I told you that in 2018, they won 97 games? In 2019. I-, I would believe you. In 2019, they won 97 games. In 2020, they were on pace to win 97 games. The mm. Oakland A's, we're talking about organizations, right? Trusting organizations has been a theme of this. The Oakland A's always... Win baseball games. This version of the A's, this group, 97 wins three years in a row if you average out last year. 97. And they lost a couple guys, but this is the Oakland A's. That's what they do. They replace guys with cheaper guys, with drafted guys, whatever. Like, they are a well-run franchise. I love the over at Really quick, now. really quick. All right. So, you, I forgot what you told me the over-under was. So 86 just before and a half. That, oh, damn. I was going to say I should guess. Oh, All no. Right. I know, that's why I was trying to stop you. All right, you said now 96 and a half? 86 and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yes, that that is my point. They won 97 three years in a row, and it's 86 and a half. Yeah, I was going to say I would like it at like 92, 93. So I love, love, love the Oakland Athletics over. There it is. Those are my 13. 
All right, here's how I would rank them, and then I have two large picture questions for you, then, then we'll get out of here. Perfect. All right, Phillies, I'm taking separate because I'm going to bet that no matter what. Yep. But Rays, 85.5 over is my favorite. Then I like Angels under to root against Mike Trout. Oakland, because of the points you just made, also I had an Oakland A's hat, and they have a fly hat. They do. Cleveland, over 81.5 because of the organizational stuff, and I feel like they'll be over 500 team. Mets, under 95.5, under 90.5 so that I can root against them. Dodgers, 102.5 over because I think they will be a great team. And then I'm going St. Louis, Miami, Atlanta, Pirates, Boston, and Washington because I just don't care about Washington enough to follow them. I like that. I think those are good rankings. All right, boom. There we go. Now I just have to figure out how to distribute my shekels, and yes. we're in. We're in, yes. we're in the money. Yes. All right, so here's my here's my questions. When would you suggest putting these in? Because, like, I know they could move. So if you really like a line, you want to take advantage of that. But on the flip side is, I, you know. Things can they happen. Are Guys could get hurt. Totally. Right. Totally. So, like, when would you suggest is a good time to get in? So, on I generally think um, it, there's no hard and fast rule. I think there are specific ones you need to look at. Like, the 80 and a half for the Phillies, like, that's going to go up. Like, I feel really confident. Everyone seemingly seems to be on that side. I would bet that goes up. So, I think you look at ones like another example is Pittsburgh. Like, Pittsburgh's over under, I, I didn't check it exactly when it opened at parks, but like, it opened in the 61 62 range and it's already down to 58. Like, people are hammering the under on the Pirates. So if you like that one, like, I get that now. Like, look at the movement. Try and look at which ones have moved quickly or are heading in a direction. And if you like it, get on it quickly because then it could change and go further and further. Um, so if th- those, that's what I would say for now. Otherwise, I think in general, it's probably smarter to wait it out. I don't think a lot of these are going to change dramatically enough where waiting to make sure that, I don't know, if you're going to, Pick the over for the Dodgers. Wait and make sure Walker Bueller doesn't get hurt. Wait and make sure Mookie Betts doesn't get hurt. Like, I'm cool with that. So I do think waiting, there is some value in waiting. But I think that certain ones, depending on which ones you really like, you should hop on now. So my my last question is, so with football, obviously, if we're betting over-unders, like a quarterback getting hurt just plummets the oh, – well, unless you have Nick Foles. But it just, like, plummets the, the win total, right? Do you view baseball as, like, a safer – over under bet because it does sound like I mean there's 162 games like it's more organizational I mean just what your what's your opinion on that Yeah I do look I think it's I think there's more uh, volatility in football if that's kind of what you're going for like the idea that I think right. one injury or two injuries can change a team a lot more than in baseball I mean like again like to the point like look if Mike Trout gets hurt that then the Angels 83 and a half looks that much worse like there are certain guys and uh, certain I mean teams, I don't know maybe uh, okay. Like if, if <laughs> like if the Phillies lost Aaron Nola, you know, for example, and I know. Yeah, again, I don't I know, know. Maybe I, uh, <laughs> yeah. they lost Hoskins, then maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're buddy. talking. All right. Point being that, I, I, yes, I agree with you. Conceptually speaking, it is a little bit harder for an injury or two injuries to really plummet the team season. comparatively. Yeah. All right. Boom. Okay. So I have my list. Uh, to everyone listening. DM us, tweet us what you like. Maybe, you know, we'll put a little something together as a pod. We have we have some time. Oh, and we'll I love this, out. this idea. Yes. All right. Tweet at us your favorite ones, like the ones we talk about. Look, if you want to make a case for one that's not on my list, I'd love to hear it. Send them our way and we'll put together. We are going to, before opening day, which is April 1st, uh, on this pod, the Parks Pick Pod, we are going to put together, Elliot and I are going to have our apps open and we are going to make bets on the pod that we are all in Can on you together. Can these? 
You can't uh, parlay futures. I'm not right? sure. I don't think so. Well, I'm you know almost what I think positive. You, so I'd have, we'll have to check. But I do think I've seen slips from people where they parlay. So we're going to check. We will, we'll have an answer yeah. on that. We will know that for you by the next time we do it. Either way, um, we will make some bets on these together on the pod, and it'll be super fun to track and have fun with. So that, that's an awesome yes, idea. Yes, every Thursday, and then like I said, we will get into football stuff when that's back. But as of now, I feel like when we talked about this pod, we always wanted it to be like what we're into, and we're always into the Eagles, so that's very easy. But we're into this now, so I'm super excited. We have a space to talk about me it. too. You got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, are you ready for Jason Peters to be back, dude? No, no. Don't. No. no. I I would put it at like 65%. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? No. I mean, look, Jeff Stoutland's back. Are you trying to ruin my day? Is that the whole? Are you just like, you know, on the way out, I'm going to ruin James's day. That'd be fun. Essentially. That's essentially what I was thinking. But uh, I just think, look, when you look at the 60, when you look at the fact Stoutland's back, how he's back, he's saying he wants to play. I don't know. I, uh, I think it's I think it's something that we'll be discussing on a pod. Oh, God. I guess. Well, pay attention for that. We'll be there. Otherwise, check us out on Saturday, one to three on WIP. Call us up to one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Tell the producer you're a pod listener. He will bump you up the line. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more Parks picks. As uh, we're obsessed with this, tweet at us. We would love to like do this with you guys. You know, download the app, have some fun together. It should be a blast. Yeah, and so, DM us too. DM That's us where too. Yeah, particularly Elliot. He is much better at that stuff. So until next time, he's Elliot and James. We'll talk to you soon. 